0: come to the death key show let's go hey all right welcome to the gk show fun music at the beginning yeah you're having a good day. Let's start the pod. na 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 in town gonna do some podcasting with myself gotta keep my voice low because the whole family's sleeping hey got back in town couldn't wait to see my kids and they were asleep when i got home (laughs) nice and then i'm like maybe i'll have a little alone time with the wife she went to bed sweet (laughs) so Time to just hang out. Time to just hang out with you guys. Um, yeah, so here i got to get a couple things off my chest. People, I said I tweeted something out. Oh, by the way, if you haven't yet, please take 10 seconds and rate the podcast five stars. Thank you so much. Uh, you can check the show notes. You can always email me at the Jeff Keith Show at gmail.com. Follow me online at Jeff Keith. I'm trying to post some stuff as much as I can when I'm in town. Uh So, or whenever I can. So, it's at Jeff Keith, G-E-O-F-F, K-E-I-T-H. What do you guys think? Let's do a poll. What do you guys think about, uh, might go by my full name, Jeffrey, huh? G-E-O-F-F-R-E-Y, Jeffrey Keith, huh? Fresh start. Fresh start. (laughs) Maybe I'll trick people into thinking they've never heard of me, and then I could start anew. Just an idea, and then people would not call me Geoff anymore, you know? feel if they see jeffrey spelled out they'll be like is that jeffrey or is that joffrey but when they just see jeff g-e-o-f-f it's like is that g off is your name g off no it's not so uh that's just a thought um all right so here's the thing i tweeted out earlier and this is a true thing if you're dating somebody Before you propose, if you're a guy or whatever, you're the one that proposes. I don't know what the relationship situation is. Sorry if I already offended everyone. Um, Not really, though. But uh, anyways, if uh, you're dating somebody, travel with them. Go on one trip where you have to go through an airport. You will see their true colors. People are effing assholes at airports. Why are people so lame? Getting on a plane, getting off a plane. you are really getting on a plane... Okay, and they have boarding groups, right? Boarding group two, boarding group three, right? There's 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 so many different types of people. They're the people who are like, I'm gonna wait until it's my turn to board the plane and then I'll board, okay? It's a very small group of us. And then they're the people who stand like they're kind of in line, but they're not in line. You know what I mean? Their, their group hasn't been called yet, but they're standing in line, sort of. So then when your group's called, you're like, hey, am I behind you like and then a bunch of people go in front of you because they realize that person's not in line but you were just trying to be polite so you stood behind that person for no reason and then they're finally like oh no i'm just standing here you're standing in the fucking line you're in line but you're not moving you're you're like a like a barrier in line you know what i mean it's like american gladiators and you're in the gauntlet or something you got to get past these people who just are statues in line but not in line well i'm in boarding group nine i'm just standing here what the fuck are you doing here dude it's boarding group three get out of the way Um, is that, there's those people and then there's these people, these people I can't stand either. The people who, the line is clearly formed, right? It's in a direction and then when their group is called, they just come in the side. They come in the side, but not in a natural way. Not in like a, oh, we'll all curve in, we're all kind of back here and we're curving into the one line. Nope. These people are just walking to basically the front they're walking to where those, like, right where it's not roped off, right? They're like, oh, it was on my boarding group, I guess. Well, I, was sta- I guess I'll just come in this way. I'll just I'll come in from the sides. Like, dude, you're cutting off, like, 35 people. A couple people did that to me, obviously. That's why I'm so heated about it. And, um, yeah, and then getting off the plane, Jesus, what is wrong with people? People get off the plane, they stand up, like, there's a guy who, had to block me, right? First off, you go in rows. You know what I mean? Row one, go. Row two, go. Row three, go. (laughs) Row four. This is not hard, right? That is not hard. I don't care what your background is, your nationality, what country you're from, male, female. Everybody seems to fuck this up. Not everybody, but a lot of people. I'm saying all types of people seem to mess this up. What are you doing? If I'm in row 14 and you're in row 16, why are you forcing your way ahead of me only if you're rushing to a connection fine final destination no way no fucking way so this guy did that to me right and then when we get off the plane like right when you get off when you're still in that little uh the little um tunnel thing he's just standing there waiting he's waiting for somebody so he had to like bogart me but then he's waiting for somebody that guy's a piece of shit i don't know What else he does in life, he's a piece of shit. The whole world's about him, you know what I mean? Can't stand these people. Can't stand them. Can't stand them. Something needs to be done. Something needs to be done. (laughs) All right, so, yeah, so I'm saying if you're dating somebody, travel with them first, see how they act, getting on and off an airplane, and you will know if they're a decent person. You know what I mean? Well, you won't know for sure if they're a decent person, but you'll know for sure if they're a piece of shit. That's what I'm saying. You don't know everything about them, but you'll know right away if they're a piece of shit okay while i was looking up some interesting stories that i could talk about there's those clickbait stories you know where they're all sponsored i always love these i just saw one i don't have a lot to say about this five stocks that could set you up for life oh is it do i just click it do i just click there and then i'm set up for life (laughs) if it was that easy wouldn't everybody just click i mean who's dumb enough to see that and go today's the day I get to see the five stocks that can set me up for life. I hope nobody else reads this article because then everybody would be set up for life and then everybody would have the same amount of money and then the cost of everything would go up and then you just go back to <laughs> zero again. doesn't make any sense. I still kind of get excited when I see it though. That's my point. You know what I mean? I'm like, five stocks that can set me up for life? Why does it get me? I didn't click on it. I'm not that stupid, but I do get excited when I see it. There's a part of me, right? There's like a half percent. 0.5% of me is like, is this real? <laughs> and then I'm like, "Fuck, it's not! Damn it!" Uh, all right, so there we go with that. Um, selling stuff on apps, man. My wife has taught me, taught me, told me she's like, "Oh, you should use Offer Up and Let Go to sell stuff." Right? People on these apps are insane. I was, I had a lot of, I had a lot of extra pairs of shoes. I ended up just giving all the stuff to Goodwill because I was like, "What am I doing? Trying to make 10, 15 bucks? People Those I also don't wear anymore and shoes and stuff." So. Some of the shoes were in good shape. I just, I don't know, I'm such a weirdo. Sometimes I'll I'll like a pair of shoes and I'm like, oh, I'm going to get that in three colors. And I'm like, what am I doing? I don't, you can't wear that many different shoes all the time. Um, so anyway, so I'm trying to sell these, right? Well, I was, and uh, it's just funny. I'll put something on there for $15 and people will come back and go, what about 10? And then so I'm like, Uh, how about twelve? And then they get mad at me. And I look at, I'll give it to them for ten. But why are they being weird? (laughs) It's five bucks. Like, do you want these shoes? They look brand new, you know. And then they're just like, oh, Oh, come on, man. What are you doing? Fucking, you tried to drop me thirty-three percent. And I'm just trying to bring it back a little bit, you know what I mean? (laughs) If we're negotiating, let's go, dude. You said 10. I say 12. Counter. Hit me with 11. We'll settle somewhere at like 11.35. I just want to make this as weird as possible. So I'm trying to sell my car on these apps. And oh my God, people, my old car. I'm having trouble selling this car. And it's in really good shape. I love this car. Uh, And people... People just hit you up and go, "Sweet car, is it still available?" And I'm like, "Yeah." And then they, you could see they read it, and I go, "Do you wanna, do you wanna make an offer?" And they're like, "Nah, just sweet car, man." <laughs> it's like, "What do you think it's on here so I can get compliments about my old car?" Do you think that's why I put it on an app? Yeah, I don't want to sell this thing, even though I put a price on it. Um, I just want people to hit me up and be like, "Yo, dude, fucking sick car, man." <laughs> Thanks, bro. Thanks. I'm just trying to get as many compliments as possible on my car. So uh, this other guy recently was like, what else can you tell me? I listed every relevant fact about the car, how many miles it has. I even have the VIN number uh, so they can look up the vehicle history. Uh, There's all these pictures, different angles, interior, exterior, all this stuff, right? Uh, What else? What I already said, miles, the year of the car, the make of the car, all that stuff, right? Hey, is there anything else you can tell me about the car? uh yeah man it feels real good when you sit down in the seats makes you feel good i get a boner when i sit in this car i don't know if you'll get a boner but i get a boner when i sit in this car what what else do you want to know man i was like yeah dude Any what else you want to know here's the vin number again look up the vehicle she's like oh thank you appreciate that yeah looking forward to never hearing from you again okay I already talked about people at the airport, angry, angry about that. I'm not going to spend too much time on, this. I'll, say, I'll say this first, so before we get to the, get to the sad stuff, um, I was reading a book, and I'd heard this story before, but then it was in this new book that I read, I just finished, and um, I just thought it was interesting, because I'd heard it before, and I'm like, that is such an interesting fact, so everyone knows like the Nobel Peace Prize, right? The Nobel Prize in literature and the Nobel Prize in whatever, mathematics and all that stuff. Um, so Alfred Nobel uh, created dynamite, right? And uh, the, the reason he started this whole Nobel Prize thing was because I think his, from now I've read, I know the story twice now and I might have messed up, I think his brother passed away, but they accidentally, some newspaper wrote an obituary for him because they thought he passed away, right? That thought he died. So, he read his obituary. He read what was going to be written about him. And it was all about how, like, oh, this guy created Dynamite, which can just kill people and all this stuff. And he's like, man, this is not how I want to be remembered. So, he started the whole Nobel thing. Now you know. That's like that old NBC, The More You Know. Remember that? Um, Okay, so... There was, uh, while I was away, there were a couple mass shootings, which are just horrible, obviously, heart-wrenching stuff, and uh, it, like hits me even harder now, I think, because I have kids. I just picture like if something happened to my kids, um, just be the worst. So, I always usually shed a tear or two about this. It's so horrible. What's worse is, not worse, I don't know why I said that, what's Also horrible, people are just... I can't... I am getting so sick of how stupid everybody is. Social media, they should put a Surgeon General warning on social media. You know, they put on cigarettes and alcohol. Like, hey, this is not good for you. You shouldn't do too much of this. They should put that on social media. Social media is driving people insane. It's such an easy way to spread, you know, misinformation. It's such an easy way to just... People are just going nuts. People are so political now everybody's an expert on everything like i have certain views about you know political stuff and some of them are left and some of them are considered right and whatever all that and some of them are more down the middle and then guess what guys there's a ton of shit i don't fucking know because i'm not an expert why does everybody think they're an expert i always think i try to do a joke about this on stage um did not go well i did this a while ago i just think it's funny whenever Uh, whoever's president, right, if it's Obama or Trump or Bush or whoever, Clinton, whoever's president, whenever there's a a new Supreme Court justice opening, you know, there's a seat on the bench for the Supreme Court, people on both sides pretend they know about appellate court and district court judges like we've been following them like it's the NBA or the NFL for years. You know what I mean? Like when whoever, whoever, like Merrick Garland, uh, Obama appointed or tried to appoint Uh, towards the end of his presidency and everyone's like oh come on him it's like what the fuck do you know about this guy everybody pretends they know and then like trump nominates uh neil gorsuch and everyone's like oh no way man not neil gorsuch what are you talking about who's been following judges like i know there are people who do but we haven't most people do not know anything about them Like." And then you just, somebody in the news goes, oh, well, that guy's, I don't know about, he had a decision once. These people write up like hundreds of decisions. Sometimes they do them together. All like, stuff, oh, I don't know about that decision. You know, it's so interesting. Brett Kavanaugh, who, uh, the last Supreme Court justice, they had that whole thing, right? It was all in the news and all that stuff. And like they were really going after this guy, and, in my opinion, trying to slander him. But um, that guy everyone acted like he was satan right on like people on the left thought that guy was satan and then people on the right were like oh no he's a lot of people on the right didn't like him didn't think he was conservative enough um but they were like he's whatever he's like too much in the was too moderate whatever so that's the thing that's so interesting but but this was really interesting merrick garland the guy that uh that obama wanted to nominate at the end of his term merrick garland and brett kavanaugh like agreed on 93 percent of Decisions, or something that they did—they did, they did some together, or like basically they agree on like 93% of all their decisions. And people act like one guy, like one side is like that guy's fucking garbage, and the other and the other side is like that guy's the best. <laughs> and they agree on 93% of the time. Who do you agree 93% of the time on stuff with? Anyways, I uh, got off on a crazy tangent. My point was social media. Um, people just blame like they're everybody's sad when there's a mass shooting. Everybody. Nobody's excited about that, you know what I mean? Except for the tiniest, tiniest, like, a few sick motherfuckers out there who are like, yeah, you know, whatever. It's like, you know, somebody has some agenda behind it um, or something. But, like, everybody agrees these are horrible. And everybody wants to blame, like, a person or a political party. Like, oh, this is your fault. People... And then and then, uh, I saw, like, uh, Kevin McCarthy, the... Is he the the Republican something? Is he the minority leader of the House or something? I don't know. I think it's something like that. But that guy was like, oh, it's about video games? It's like, what? This is the thing about so many people play video games, right? This is the the thing. I'm not a gun person. I don't have a gun. I think guns are kind of scary. I've been to shooting ranges, and I shot, like, the smallest handgun. I'm like, oh, not for me. But people that pretend that, like, you know, People with guns are horrible. Like ninety-nine point nine 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 percent of people with guns are not going around shooting people. You know what I mean? Uh, and doing mass shootings. It's there's three hundred and thirty million people in the United States, and I know it doesn't relieve any of the sadness or pain that we all feel when this happens. And you know, God forbid, you know, we don't we want we don't want them to stop, you know, and everything. But uh, you know, hopefully, they never happen again. But it's just like when there's that many people. There's going to be some nutcases. There's going to be some assholes, like total pieces of garbage, and people want to go like, "Oh, this is all Obama's fault. This is all Trump's fault." Like, it's just how stupid are you to think that one person who does a horrible thing did it because say, say like some people are saying like, "Oh, this guy, uh, the El Paso guy," they're like, "Oh, that guy, uh, you know, Trump like made him do it or something." It's like what? If, if, if that was what Trump was really trying to get people to do, Trump has a lot of followers, you know what I mean? Like, obviously, a lot of the country hates his guts, but he has a lot of people who really like him, right? So if he was really trying to get people to do that, wouldn't there just be a ton of people doing that? Like, people who do this are fucking sick. The guy in Dayton, apparently, uh, that shooter, apparently was, like, like, an Elizabeth Warren fan and, like, an atheist and stuff. It's, like, that's not Elizabeth Warren's fault. It's not Trump's fault if, like, somebody... Like, these people will suck. Social media and the media, I think, are are what's really the thing that it's making people not have empathy as much. Like, there's no like social fabric anymore. People don't hang out. People don't do things like they used to do together and everything. So now people just they stay online and and it's, you're very disconnected from uh, your fellow humans. You know what I mean? I remember years ago, and this was years ago. Now that's how old I am. I was performing at a college, and I remember this moment really stuck with me, and I've never forgot it. I do a show at a college. It was all right. It's a good show. I thought it wasn't like the best show. It wasn't the worst or anything. Fun show. And the girl who ran the sound and lights for me at the show, she was the last one in the rooms, like this big room. She was the last one there, and I was leaving. I remember they got me some food, and I had some food to go, and she was the last one in the room with me. And then I go, hey, well, you know, thanks. Thanks again for, you know, the running the sound of lights and everything. You know, it's nice meeting you. And she wouldn't, like, look me in the face. She was, like, looking down. She was very awkward. She's like, oh, yeah, yeah, okay, all right. And in my head, I swear, guys, I thought, oh, this girl, like, didn't like my show. Like, she thought, I think maybe I offended her, you know, with something I said, uh, maybe on stage. Like, I'd, that's what went through my head. I'm like, this girl doesn't like me. She thought. I, she thought I'm, like, I don't know. Like I, I thought I was weirding her out or she didn't like the show or something, right? I am not making this up. I get back to my hotel room, what, like 20 minutes later? Not even, probably. Uh, eat my food, open up my computer. This is back when Facebook was more, you know, people would hit. So this is probably 2011, actually. Yeah, I think this is 2011. Uh, and This is when, you know, after shows, I'd get a lot of friend requests on Facebook and stuff from college students. And uh, this girl had written me a message. And the message was so different than the girl I was just talking to face-to-face. Her message was like, OMG, LOL, you were so funny tonight. Like, I was laughing so hard, blah, 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 like, like we have a lot of comedians, and, like, you were so funny, like, you're, like, the best one we've had. And I'm like, what? I couldn't believe. I looked, I'm like, who is that? I goes, this is the girl that ran sound lights. I clicked on the picture. It was her. So my point is, she was... Like, people, my generation, but, like, the one after especially, like, the people younger than me, I know I sound real old, these kids these days, but, like, my generation too, we don't talk face-to-face as well as our other, like, our, our elder generations, you know what I mean? I remember when I lived... uh in my old place, and I'm walking my dog, and my dad was like hanging out with me, and we were at like this uh, little area. It was kind of like a park, but really just kind of a little neighborhood, really cool little neighborhood. And people kind of let their dogs walk at this like mini little park. And uh, my dad was just striking up conversations with the other people, and I I remember, thinking, oh my god, what's he doing? Like, why is he talking to him? And then I realized I'm weird. What's wrong with me? Like, I I, I come from this generation where I'm just like, oh, we just gotta keep our head down and not talk. But my dad's just a nice guy. Just being nice. <laughs> he's just like, oh, hey, like, what breeds your dog? It looks like it's, uh, you know, this. and Oh, yeah, it's mixed with that. And, and I, at, at first, my initial reaction internally was, oh, what's dad doing? Why is he talking to people? It's like, because he's being a nice guy. <laughs> I think social media, I think it's weird when people say video games are the problem. I played video games. I wasn't a huge video game person. But I, I remember I, I spent probably a little bit more time than I should have playing video games. I remember playing... James Bond. That was a fun game. That was a shooting game. You had to choose different guns. You got the golden gun. If you shot somebody, one bullet, they're dead. And you had the other guns, you could... You know, I played some games like that. I never, ever was like, Oh man, this is kind of making me want to go do this in real life. Do you know how many people play video games? Do you know how many people commit murder? Like, you know, like mass shooting and stuff? It's it, That's such a weak correlation uh, and I'm not a big video. I don't play video games now. I'm not, a, I'm not advocating, oh, people should play more video games. I'm just saying that is such a weird thing to say that's the reason why. So I'm sure I pissed off everybody with everything I just said, but I really think social media is ruining society. Oh, look at me, I'm losing my voice. It's <laughs> ruining society. Um, I really think that's the problem. And I think that uh, I think politicians are pretty bad, but I think that media is way worse because think about it, guys media used to just kind of have this monopoly. There used to be three channels. You know what I mean? There used to be CBS, NBC, ABC. Then there's more channels, more channels. Then there's cable. Now there's the internet. They have to compete for ad dollars. So how are they going to get clicks? That's why you read these headlines where the headline says something crazy and you're like, what? And then you usually don't have time to read the article and then that's just ingrained in your head that something happened. But sometimes you read those articles and then the headline is completely misleading. And they all do it. Left, right, everyone's doing it. There's a this book I just read, I'm not going to get into it too much, but it's about just like uh, how the news, the media was going after a certain person and then they would, they would report things that weren't true, never change the headline or they'll just kind of ghost edit. They'll go back into an article after it's been up for like, you know, two weeks and no one's going to go back and or very, very few, small percentage of people are going to go back and reread it, right? Or read it for the first time because the news cycle goes so fast now. But then they change something in there. I had something, someone do that to me. Um, There was an article in The Atlantic about college comedians, and I was featured in it. And uh, the lady who wrote it, she interviewed me on the phone for a long time. She met up with me in Minnesota, took me to dinner, interviewed me some more, all this stuff. And she wrote some really nice stuff in the article about me. She wrote this one thing that just made me sound like I was a crappy comedian, like I only performed at colleges, and someday I'd basically perform for adults or something, which was just total BS because... I started performing at colleges after I was already working clubs, and after I had done, you know, TV and established myself as somebody who makes, <laughs> quote, real. Pe- sent me the article after it was published, and she's like, and then I just didn't respond because I was so angry because I forgot exactly how it was worded. I could go back and find the email, and then uh, she she wrote me again and said, "Hey, what do you think of it?" And I just quoted that line. I'm like, I was you know I was really disappointed in this part. I go because you made me sound like. I'm a crappy comedian who pops balloons full of confetti for college kids and, you know, you know, does fart noises or something for an hour into the mic. I don't know. And then so she apologized. And then I remember I looked at the article a while later and that part was gone. And I think she had actually changed some other things to make, to, you know, kind of cover her tracks. It's just like, cool. Everyone saw that article when it came out. Like, I mean, I appreciate it, I guess, but you know, I mean, people read things usually when they come out if it's a big story or something, which it was, like this big feature story in the Atlantic, which is a huge uh, publication. So, anyways, my point is, the media is just like really, really bad. They're all about getting clicks. They're all about keeping eyeballs on their page or on their channel. So that's how they get ad dollars. And I just think it's gross, man. There are people I go on Twitter. And there are people who I know, and they're just so just shitty, you know what I mean? They're so shitty. I think I talked about this already on another podcast about, um, you know I mean? Like people don't agree on everything. and It's like you're not, you're not evil if if you disagree with me on stuff. If you're listening to stuff I just said, and you're like, oh, you're way off. Oh, blah. Am I a bad person now? Are you a bad person if you disagree with me? No, we're just two different people, two different points of view. So... Anyways, let's get off that. Uh, long story short, super, obviously, unbelievably sad. And I think we can all agree we hope they never happen again. And uh, yeah, I saw some people, I can't even say who, because I think, I think my mom listens to my podcast. <laughs> How bad does that sound? I think my mommy's listening. Uh, sometimes she listens. But I saw people promoting themselves. Things they've done on the backs of the shootings. Wow. I don't think it's it more disgusting than that. Real people are dead. Real families are like destroyed. Real friendships. Real people are gone forever. Like the amount of people that are affected when just one person is killed is so many people. Such a web. Think about these mass shootings. It's just like it's it's, it's so 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 sad. And someone takes it as an opportunity. Won't say who to promote something they did. Oh yeah, ch- hey, so sad. Check check out this thing I did about guns. It's like, hmm, now's not the time, tone deaf. All right, let's get to some oh, fun news stories. Oh, I gotta say this too. My dad is so, fun. my parents do this all the time. I'll call him and then I'll get a text hours later. Did you call me? Why do you think I called you? Why do you think I called you? Because ha- you have a missed call from me? It says, missed call Jeff, second favorite son. That means I called you. It doesn't randomly just say that. Get this text. You call me? Oh, let's see. Brazilian gang leader tries to escape prison dressed as his daughter. Clavino da Silva. Clavino, oh, sorry. Clavino da Silva, known as Shorty. (laughs) Known as Shorty, I love that. Got a great name. Clavino da Silva. Just call me Shorty. Clavino da Silva, known as Shorty, was wearing a silicone mask, silicon, silicone mask, and a long dark haired wig as part of his disguise. Hey, silicone mask, that's pretty interesting. A Brazilian gang leader tried to escape from prison by dressing up as his daughter as she visited him behind bars, authorities have said. What does that mean? So he's leaving her in there? He's like, hey, (laughs) I'll go out as you, and you fucking just do my time for me. Thanks, sweetheart. Clavino da Silva, known as Shorty, was wearing a silicone mask, glasses, and long, dark-haired wig. He was also wearing tight jeans. Ooh, I don't know about that move, right? It might show his bulge. They're like, hey, that guy's daughter came in, and now she's got a penis. He was also wearing tight jeans and a pink shirt with a cartoon image of Donuts on it as he tried to escape the prison in rio de janeiro the city's state secretary of prison administration released photos of da silva in his disguise after the failed attempt i mean pretty decent attempt though right silicone mask they also shared a video in which da silva can be seen removing the mask and some of the clothes and saying his full name what why would he do that is that after he got caught (laughs) that's a weird escape (laughs) i'm almost out but it's me (laughs) Officials said the gang leader's nervousness gave him away as he tried to leave the prison. His plan was apparently to leave his 19-year-old daughter inside the jail. What? Was she in on it? That's what I was joking around about, but was she in on it? What a horrible thing to do to your daughter. Listen, (laughs) you stay, I'll be right back. Police are looking into the teenager's possible role as an accomplice in Saturday's failed escape from... Get a Sino prison. I love how I always talk about something and then the next line explains it to me. Authorities say Da Silva was part of the leadership of the Red Command, one of the most powerful criminal groups in Brazil that controlled drug trafficking in a large part of Rio. You're part of one of the biggest drug trafficking groups in all of Brazil and no one's going to help you out but your daughter? <laughs> give him the silicone mask, give him the wig, and then just wait. De Silva was transferred to a unit of... A maximum-security prison, and will face disciplinary sanctions after his failed escape bid, officials said. Yeah, I think so. It is always interesting. You try and leave prison, and then you get caught. They're like, "Whoa, you messed up now, buddy. You're going to prison." Okay. This one's a. This is a good, good story. Where's this one? Oh, whatever. Well, whatever. Go to this one next man who chucked old fridge downhill gets his comeuppance i have not read this yet i have not read any of these the man is a company back where he dumped the appliance and filmed as he drags it back up the side of a valley what a man who threw a fridge down a hill in spain has had to haul it back up after being ordered to by officials the worker at an appliance sales company was also fined 45,000 euro Forty-five thousand euro. Oh my god, that's a lot of money. His illegal actions were recorded on video, enabling him to be identified. Well, of course, the man said the man is said to have regretted his actions and accompanied police and environmental officials back to the site where he dragged the fridge back up the side of a valley. How did he do that? Was this guy He Man? Spain's environmental protection agency Seprona. Seprona. Found the man's employer had been storing old appliances on its premises illegally, Spanish media said. The firm was also due to face a fine. Well, that story was not that good. A guy threw a fridge down a hill, and then they made him bring it back up. Okay, they're showing this picture. You guys can see. It's a guy. It's already back up, and he's... Or maybe that's him pushing it. That's probably him pushing it. Yeah, it's got to be him pushing it, actually. What an idiot. Just chucking a fridge down a hill. Can't just have somebody come pick that up. You got to Craigslist that. Do they not have Craigslist in Spain? I mean, hey, I got a fridge. I don't want it anymore. I was about to chuck it down a hill into a valley, but if you want it, if you want it, you know, <laughs> I've had it for some time. And it's back to they put it on offer up or let go, like I do. You know, hey, can you tell me some more about the fridge? <laughs> I'd like to know some more about it before I come get it. All right. German museum, real Snow White's gravestone. Man, I didn't know Snow White was a real person. A museum in Bamberg. A museum in Bamberg has recovered the gravestone of Maria Sophia von Ursel. The inspiration behind the story of Snow White. Well, now I want to read a whole thing about that. Look at this guy. This is a picture of a guy pointing at a stone. Here's this right here. It has a gravestone, the gravestones of Snow White. It's by uh, Maria Sophia von Ursel's gravestone. Okay, a museum in Germany says it now has got its hands on the long-lost gravestone of the, quote, real Snow White, end quote, after it went missing in 1804. What? This has been missing since 1804, and they got it? The Diocesan, definitely said that wrong, D- Dio season Museum in Bomberg is displaying the gravestone of Maria Sophia von Erthel, who is thought to be the inspiration behind the grim fairy tale from 1812. Oh my god, I gotta go do Snow White all over again. It went missing after the church that von Erthel was buried ber- Jeez, I can't read. It's so late. I'm so tired. It went missing after the church that von Erthel was buried at was demolished, but has since resurfaced at a house in Bomberg in central Germany and was donated to the museum by the family. I got to know, how did it just resurface at a house? People just cleaning it. Hey, will you clean your room? <laughs> Little Heinrich, clean your room, Heinrich. How many times do I have to tell you to clean your room? Maza! I found this big gravestone in the room. Is this Snow White? Heinrich, that is where Snow White's gravestone has been this whole time. <laughs> I am not even. I'm so cracking up right now. Von Ertha was born in Am Main, or Snow White City, as it is known, and was the sister of the then Archbishop of Mainz. Mainz. Her mother died when she was young and her father remarried another woman who tried to ostracize her in favor of her own children a parallel to the classic snow white story in which she lives with her evil stepmother get the f out of here her father owned a mirror factory in the town's thriving glassmaking industry and possibly the inspiration for the classic magic mirror on the wall lines in the tale, as well as snow white's glass coffin this is insane i had no idea this was based on anything real However, unlike in the Disney version of Snow White, Von Erthel never got her happily ever after. Well, great. That was the... Oh, I thought that was the end of the story. That'd be a terrible end. She never married and moved 60 miles from her childhood home to Bomberg, where she eventually went blind and died at the age of 71. This just ruined Snow White for me completely. Bomberg was known for its seven hills, as well as for children and people with dwarfism going to work down the mines, a reference point for the seven dwarfs who worked down a mine in the Disney film adaptation yeah no shit what so the real snow white never married went blind died in a town that had seven hills and a bunch of dwarfs that would go work in mines unreal that totally explains that bit i do on stage about the the origin of the word dwarf now people in her childhood town of Am main argued that the brothers Grimm used the wo- the woman's story and simply dressed it up some Dressed it up with some elements of German folklore. Her story was popularized in 1937 by Walt Disney in his very first animated feature-length film, Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs, but many other versions of the story exist. Museum director Holger Kempkin said that the fairy tale reference was more of a gimmick for us, with cathedral canon Norbert Jung adding that the fact a woman got her own gravestone at the time was something special. Quote, something special. This woman got her own gravestone. How times have changed. Now we got pussy hats. The museum understands that once the church von Erthel was buried at was demolished in 1804, her gravestone was moved to the local hospital, which was founded by her brother. This is a very incestuous story. A new clinic was built on the site in the 1970s, and the stone was kept by a local family before being donated to the museum. I thought they said they just found it again. That was a little misleading well there you go guys Snow White was uh, a real person ring lost on New York State Beach found one year later a man who found a class ring while using a metal detector on a New York State Beach was able to use social media to reunite the lost item with its owner Craig tiny Bordeaux said he was using his metal detector Tuesday at Haviland Cove Beach in Glen Falls when he found the Glen Falls high school ring buried in the sand (laughs) but it wasn't even tiny Craig Tiny Bordeaux. I bet he's a big guy. (laughs) Call me Tiny. Maybe he's tiny. Do you think he's tiny or big? I want to see a picture of this guy. Bordeaux posted photos of the ring, which bore the name Kyle in the year 2017, to Facebook, where they were shared more than 2,000 times in only 12 hours. The social media post was able to help Bordeaux return the ring to its owner, who said it had been lost at the beach about a year earlier. I would have made him do, like, the school chant or something. Come on. Do the alma mater, bro. (laughs) we mighty mighty Glen falls we are Glen falls we are mighty mighty (laughs) oh man is that what an alma mater sounds like i have no idea what my any of my school's alma maters are okay airlines green week includes free flights for people named green or green with an e if you're listening green or green uh wow that's pretty nice this frontier airlines budget carrier frontier airlines is promoting its green week initiative by offering free flights to people with the last name green or green Frontier, which is marketing Green Week from Tuesday, August twentieth, to highlight from Tuesday, oh, from Tuesday to August twentieth, to highlight its efforts to become the most eco-friendly airline in the United States, said people with the surnames Green and Green are being offered free flights of up to four hundred dollars. How unfair is that? Come on, you know what's happening after this: Black History Month. Black people are going to be like, "Where's we should fly for free all month, right?" I mean, if you follow the logic. What else? Gay Pride? That's June now, right? Gay Pride month? June? Gay people get to fly free? I'll make out with a dude to get some free flights. The airline said eligible travelers must book at Frontier's website and will receive a full refund of up to $400 when their names are confirmed. Wow. You, what if I you know, just thought, what if Rachel Dole is all... They do the Black History Month, you know? She just shows up in February to the Frontier. She's like, yes. <laughs> I would like my free flight up to $400 as I am clearly black. <laughs> They're like, uh, what's happening? Uh, maybe you don't know, but I am a black woman. I am Rachel Dolazal, a African-American woman. I just love it. Just like a black person working the counter, like, get the fuck out of here. The traveler's departing flight must leave Tuesday to be eligible for the promotion and must return by 11.59 p.m. August 20th when Green Week ends. Wow. Wow, what a totally unfair but kind of cool thing they're doing for people with that last name. Now I'm thinking about people who are green with no E. What if your name's E? Oh, man. This says green, right? G-R-E-E-N or G-R-E-E-N-E. What if you just spell it green? How is another way to spell it? G-R-E-A-N. Oh, how much does that suck? And you need a flight. Oh, they're like, sorry, Grianne. Florida boy calls 911 to order a pizza. Officers deliver a lesson. That is pretty funny already. <laughs> How old is this boy? Police in Florida delivered dinner and a valuable lesson to a five-year-old boy who called 911 in an attempt to order a pizza. You gotta think about it, though, you're a little kid. How many phone numbers do you have memorized? 911, right? Case of emergency. Your parents are gonna be like, call 911, case of emergency. <laughs> What did, I wonder how he did it. They're like, 911, what's your emergency? Hey, dispatch, uh, I'm fucking starving over here. <laughs> I got no food and I'm looking for a pepperoni and sausage. <laughs> the Sanford Police Department said Manuel Bashara 5 called 911 and told the dispatcher he was hungry and wanted a pizza sent to his home. This guy wasn't even going to go pick it up. Officers arrived at the home and spoke to the boy's 15-year-old sister who had been... I thought I was about to say 15-year-old mother. That would have been insane. Officers arrived at the home and spoke to the boy's 15-year-old sister who had been babysitting and was unaware of her brother's phone call. Police explained to Manuel that 911 is not to be, used, is to be used for emergency calls only, but the lesson was delivered alongside the pizza he had requested. Are you fucking kidding me? Dude, I'll get free pizza if I just have to take a little lecture for it. Oh my God, there are poor people all over the place going, all you have to do is take a little bit of a lecture and the police will bring you free pizza? Come on. That's insane. They gave him the pizza? All right, I don't know. It's late. This kid uh, is five years old and he gets free pizza just by calling 911 saying he's hungry. So, uh, I think that's it. Guys, again, just take two seconds. Click five stars. Leave a comment if you want to. I mean that takes a little bit longer, not much, but it takes a little bit longer. I would just appreciate it and uh, yeah, check out social media and blah, 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 blah. Thank you for the time to my daddy.